everything attached to you is it's your winning season it's your winning season hey guys in this week's podcast episode we are going to dive into six different ways that we can strategize within our winning season in case you didn't know now you know this is your winning season and guess what you're going to do this season win all you got to do is win 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 no matter what and every time you get to the building everybody hands go up and they go down but yes let's win we're gonna walk through this together and i want you to know that we are in this together everything that i'm giving you it's not just me assigning it to you this is things that i'm actually working on myself so let's get this work Welcome to the De La Sapio podcast. This is your host, De La Sapio. I am a full-time entrepreneur, a happy one at that. And in this journey, I invite you where we will learn how to work in your fullest potential, get closer to God, and truly enjoy your success. Let's get this work, y'all. Hey guys, welcome back to yet another episode of this podcast. This is officially episode 23. And let me tell you, on this podcast episode, I have some work for y'all, some good work. I have a strategy to win. And I have a list of things that you can use, practical things that you can use so that you can win in this season. We have about two more weeks left for this month to be over which is crazy because it feels like this month just began like it was just the beginning of July in fact the last thing I remember I was still in April and I'm all the way in July (laughs) and so these tools that I'm gonna be giving you guys for this episode is definitely gonna help you it's going to help you really make the best out of this month um It's going to help you put things into perspective and really walk into your purpose. I want you to be in alignment with your assignment. Okay, so before we get into the episode for the day, I just want to share a few things with you guys. First thing being that I feel victorious. I really am in a good place in my life and I'm beginning to really learn about myself in such a different way you guys know that I am single I haven't been single in such a long time I've at the beginning of the year I walked out of a eight-year relationship so now that I am on my own it is the best thing I could have ever asked for and it's the best thing I didn't even know I needed which is crazy because if you think about it we want what we want when we want it but God knows us better he knew us before we was in our mother's womb so in this season I'm just stepping into my own purpose. This this purpose of just loving me for who I am. Like I'm team Dela. And because I'm team Dela, people around me are team Dela because I because I'm learning how to just value myself for who I am and I'm able to see things I was not able to see before. And it's just funny because when you shut out certain noises from the world or you remove distractions from your path things just become a little bit more clear so for me that's exactly what happened and that's what I'm going through right now in my life a lot of things was removed from my life not only this relationship but a few other things and people have been removed also and because they were removed I was able to really sit with myself how many of you have ever sat with yourself like really sit with yourself 
See, sit with yourself to register how you are doing. Sit with yourself to register how you are feeling. You're not just feeling some type of way. You have to identify those emotions. Are you feeling sad? Are you feeling lonely? Are you feeling terrified? And so that's what I'm learning to do in this season. And I feel that it is extremely valuable. So don't despite your small beginnings of the, as the Bible says, do not despite your small beginnings because there is purpose in everything. There is a time and a season for everything under the sun. Your single season does not mean that you're lonely. Your single season does not mean that nobody wants you. No, it's only preparation for where God is taking you. It's a separation for your marriage. It's a separation for the communion that is is to come forth later on in your life. So I honor where I am. I am in no rush to get married. It's funny because two years ago, I was planning a wedding. And here I am. I'm like, I am not ready for nobody's wedding, okay? I am not ready for my own wedding. I can't, my brain, I can't even stretch to that capacity at this point in my life. I enjoy being single. I don't know why the world had made it seem like being single is terrible or it's really bad I actually enjoy it and I'm here to tell you that the devil is a liar and the truth is not in him he is the father of lies and being single is not a bad thing girl it's the best thing you can even ask for your singlehood determines on how well your marriagehood will be how well you do in your singlehood will determine how well your marriage will turn out so enjoy the place that you're in do not despite small beginnings I don't know who this is for and why I (laughs) went into talking about this but I just want to let you know, sis, being single is not bad, okay? It is not bad. Yes, we have needs. Yes, we have cravings. Yes, we might struggle in certain areas, but it does not make you any less than any other believer or anybody in the world. It does not make you less. It does not make you better, okay? Enjoy your singlehood. Learn about yourself. Like, I'm, listen, I was literally crying out in prayer the other day because I have gotten to a place where, I can look in the mirror and really look at myself like, oh, girl, you listen, you beautiful. I'd be talking to myself when I look at myself in the mirror like, wow, you're amazing. You're flawless. You are gorgeous. You are you go ahead, girl. You better put that lipstick on. You better go ahead and put that dress on and work because you look good. I Not all the time I was able to talk to myself like that. I was able to look in the mirror and be like, okay, this is all right. And not only that, but when I was in a relationship, I was okay with looking average because I was just in this block. But now I'm just like, I want to meet the best version of Dela that there is. I want to live my life. I'm 25 and I do not want to step into the 30s dealing with the same battles that I've been dealing with since I was a child. No way. So I just want to encourage you and let you know, like, girl, when I look in the mirror, whether I have clothes or not, I just look in the mirror. And I'm just saying this just to be honest with y'all. I am content. Glory to God. I've never thought that I'd say this at me being 25. Like, I'm I'm at my best. I really am. I really am. And I'm just so happy because it's like I want everybody to experience this. But not everybody wants to work because you have to work, right? Not everybody wants to go through a breakup. Not everybody wants to go through hard times. Not everybody wants to go through struggles and really slay demons. Not, not everybody wants to work. Everybody wants 
you know, their grass to be greener, but nobody really wants to mow the lawn. Okay, so I just want to encourage you and I wanted to share that with you just so you know. Um, another thing is that um, in this season, my dad, he was able to come to church. He was able to come to church with me and my mom. And it was absolutely amazing. I was able to testify on how I've been praying and praying and praying for this man of God, man. I've been praying for my parents so hard. I was praying for them before they even stepped foot into the church. I was praying for them for two years straight. Ever since I was saved, ever since I got my, I gave my life to Christ, I was praying for my parents consistently. I did not give up on prayer. I continued to pray and just to see my dad come to church and worship with me and just be in the same atmosphere as as me in the same atmosphere that delivered me the same atmosphere that set me free the same atmosphere that healed me the same atmosphere that brought me clarity the same atmosphere that allowed me to break chains in my family the same atmosphere that has identified me the same atmosphere that has brought me closer to my father Jesus the same atmosphere that I crave for daily, consistently, the same atmosphere that I want my children's children to be engulfed in. It's the same atmosphere I was able to share with my parents as one. And it was a be- it was the most beautiful thing ever. I just I was just emotional. The day that I invited my dad to church, I knew he was gonna be in New York at the time. I didn't think that he was going to come. And so the night before service, this was Saturday night, service was Sunday morning. Saturday night, I went home, I got on my good old knees, and I began to pray. I began to travail on behalf of my father. I began to travail on on behalf of his heart. Lord, speak to him, Lord. And I just began to give myself away all over again. I was like, God, you chose me for this assignment. You chose me for this type of life. I didn't choose you. I didn't, Lord, you have deemed me fit to carry this assignment. I have sacrificed everything. Everything that I began with to walk this walk of faith, I don't have now. The people that surrounded me at the beginning who were cheering me on are the same people who despise me at the side, just looking at me from afar, looking to see what I do and what I say in the media. Lord, I gave myself to you and I, if it feels like I've lost everything, but I gained everything in you. God, I give myself away so that you can use me two years ago and I still give myself daily to you. If you can just get my dad to church, if you can just turn his heart soft so he can come to church and ready to receive what you are to say to him. And all these things I just laying out to the Lord, like, Lord, please, Lord. And so he came to the church the next day. And it was just a moment of victory. It was a moment of victory. And it was a moment of slapping Satan and right in the head and and just letting him know, like, we're here to win. Feel me? We are here to win and we are here to overtake everything that God has promised to us. He said we are to enjoy a land of that flows with milk and honey. And that is exactly what I am going for. Even if I don't see the promised land, I am going to get there as close as I can so that the next person in my family can pick up and continue to go. They can pick up and go from where I left from. So I just give glory to God. I wanted to share 
share that with you because I really feel like, yes, we're winning, but you guys also have to see that behind the scenes, I'm a real human. I have real struggles, real stories. I go through real life. Listen, there is a God and he answers back. He is a God who says yes and his yes always remains a yes. No word shall return back to him void. Every word that he proceeds out of his mouth shall be accomplished, shall be, shall be brought forth. So I just want to share that with y'all so that you can be encouraged and so that you can be still and know that God is God. And so with that being said, let's get right into today's show. Okay, guys, so I'm going to share with you six practical ways on how to win in this season. And I'm also going to put this out there to let you know that on Instagram and Facebook, I'm going to create a few polls, which are mini surveys on media, just asking you a few questions as to what it is that you guys want me to teach on, whether it's creating a blog, how to start a podcast, how to start your business, how to brand your business, how to brand yourself. And I'm just going to lay everything out all together so that you can have the opportunity to vote. And whichever one wins the most votes, I will do a teaching on that for next week's podcast episode. So I'm going to be um, releasing it between today, if not today, tomorrow. Okay, so just be be on the lookout for that. Um, okay, so with that being said, let's get into the six practical ways, all right? And I just advise you to have a notebook, a piece of paper, or even your notepad on your phone. Just open it up so you can take some notes. I really want you guys to put these things into play, just these things, and let it lead you into a better life. And so number one, stop comparing yourself, sis. Like, for real, stop comparing yourself. This is something that we talk about often a lot on this podcast. Comparison is a trap to discouragement. Everyone is unique in their own ways. God has purposely created us in that way for a reason. You are different, sis. What God has for you is for you. There's no reason why you should be looking at somebody else and saying, you know what, she's better than me, he's better than me, they're doing better than me, so I'm just going to lay here and be original. No, God has made you to be great in your own way. Everything that you have inside of you has been put inside of you for a specific reason. Everybody has gifts and talents. It's all different according to your assignment. It's all different according to who you are and who God has predestined you to be. You are different. You are not the same as everybody else for a specific reason. And let me also say this. Comparison also leads to envy. And envy is part of the seven deadly sins. So what does that mean? The more you compare yourself, the more you're able to fall into envy. And envy is just a deadly sin. It's something you don't want to experience because it's something that is rooted. It's, it, it's something that you are anchored in. The more you are envious, the more you are com- you're comparing yourself to people, it's because you have too much time on your hands to look at what everybody else is doing. That means that you just got to put some more things in your schedule so that you can be focused when you are focus you are strong stop comparing yourself you are not supposed to be like everybody else you are made you in your own unique way for a reason God 
designed you uniquely for a reason. You did not come on this earth to be original like everybody else. Yes, the world is living their life and doing whatever they want to do because you have been chosen to live a life of God. You are going to go through different trials and tribulation, and it's not going to look like what everybody else is doing, but because you are chosen, you are peculiar, and you are holy, you are royal. God has chosen a specific path for you to live, and it's not going to be the same as everybody else. And yes, you you it might look better, but internally, God is the only one that can fill the void that is in your heart. He's the only one that can cleanse and purify you. He's the only one that can give you life abundantly, exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ever think or ask. So sis, for real, stop comparing yourself. And this is something that I had to learn how to do for myself. Like, I was never the type to really, like, sit there and really compare myself to people. But I did have moments. Like, I'll go on Instagram and I see somebody on vacation. I'll be like, oh, no, it's time for me to go on vacation. And the guy is like, says who? You know, and I'm just like, oh, you know what, God? You're right. I got carried away for a little bit there. There's certain triggers, right? Whatever triggers you to compare yourself Sit with yourself and identify that. Whatever triggers you to compare yourself to people, identify that and deal with it, okay? Or if you can't deal with it at the moment, remove yourself. If you feel like Instagram is a road to comparison for you, remove Instagram for a little bit. Fast away from Instagram. Take seven days away from Instagram. Do three days. Do one day. If you want, you could do seven hours, identify the triggers to comparison. What is it that makes you want to compare yourself to people? Maybe it's your weight. Maybe you're just so insecure in yourself that you don't like how you look, so you're busy looking at everybody else. But that only takes away time from you and your assignment and what you are to do because you're focused on everybody else instead of being focused on what you got to do. It's just too much. And if you are too busy comparing yourself, that means you're not winning. If you're busy comparing yourself, you are are not winning and you are not victorious in that way because you're looking at everybody else stop looking at everybody else and give focus in what you got to do I know this sounds like literally makes sense but these are things that you have to tell yourself get in the mirror and talk to yourself like come on Dela don't don't let that discourage you you get back up there and you you do the good work that God has created you to do and if you want to take it a little step further and you feel like you deal really deal with insecurities, then you have to you have to listen, listen, deal with it. All right. And there's a whole a whole lot of things that you can do when dealing with your insecurities, when dealing with anything. The first step is to be honest with yourself. You know what? This is a struggle right here. You know what? I can't do this alone. You know what? This right here, I can't get over it. I don't know, and I don't have the resources and the tools available to me right now to combat this and so what you do is you accept the truth the bible says that the truth will set you free so you will go and you say you know what i surrender i can't handle this on my own you know what comparison is a real struggle for me and i don't know how to deal with it okay so you go and you write a list what triggers you to compare yourself to other people right and then you take it a step further how can you deal with insecurities Right. It's, if it's coming from your way, if you're uncomfortable with how you look, that's OK. You can work on that. You know, eat better. Do some research. Ask questions. Surround yourself with people you aspire to be like. 
there's so many different ways out. And the problem is that you're not doing anything about it. And that's why you're you're stuck because you are so busy comparing yourself to people. Stop comparing yourself. And the more you compare yourself, the more you are going to be envious. And guess what comes after enviness? Bitterness. And guess what bitterness leads you into being sick? It leads you into going into a place where you are unforgiving of people and you just despise people just because you are unable to do what they're doing for yourself. And you don't want that. At least I don't want that for you. So this leads us into our next thing on our list, which is map out your goals. So we have discussed the importance of laying out your foundation on this podcast countless amounts of times. Uh, Laying out your foundation pretty much is your roadmap, your roadmap that lets you know how far you have to travel, where you have to go, how long do you have to stop. It just tells you how far you are from your destination. And this is with anything. It doesn't matter if it's business. It doesn't matter if it's life. It's your office, um, construction. This is with anything. You have to have a foundation. And so I'm going to ask that you take the time and just think about what is your goal for this season? What is your goal in your business right now? What is your goal spiritually? And what is your goal personally? Because all of those three different levels are completely different. My goal spiritually is different from my goal in business, okay? So I just want you to identify with those things and what those things are for you and what they mean to you and I want you to write them down so that you can see them visually and make it plain on paper you can't expect to win without a foundation so take the time to make this list for this month and for the rest of the year since given that we just have five more months make it plain and attach some due dates for accountability we ought to hold ourselves accountable and if we feel like we don't do a good job in accounting ourselves for the things that we're supposed to do then let a peer know somebody that you truly trust with what it is that you're trying to accomplish until the end of the year and let them hold you accountable and this leads us into number three take things one step at a time there's winning in the process every single step counts the more you keep going and keep moving the more consistent you are to become. There is success in consistency. The more consistent you are, the more you draw yourself closer to to success. But it all starts with the step that you decide to take today. One step today is further than no step tomorrow, okay? The process of getting there is probably the most important part because it determines how strong you will be able to stand at the very end. I repeat that one more time. The process of getting towards your destination is probably the most important part of your journey because it determines how strong you are able to stand at the very end of your journey. Okay. It just determines how successful you will be. Every single step 
count. T.D. Jakes has this sermon. It's called Leadership, and I watch it at least three times every year. And anytime I need motivation, probably more than three years. I love Bishop Jakes. Y'all know that. And so I watched this sermon, and he talks about taking the steps to success rather than taking the elevator, right? A lot of people are more prone to taking the elevator to success because we live in an instant gratification society. Everything is instant. We get everything fast. You know, we have Amazon we could order something on Amazon today and get it a few hours later everything is made to be easy we are prone to just be in our own ways and be lazy and so T.D. Jakes talks about taking the elevator to success if they had a choice there will be more people taking the elevator to success than to take the steps to success but the trick is that when you take the elevator to success, it takes you right up to your destination without having to stop. And so there is a problem in that because when you're taking the step to success, you are going, you are touching each single step. And in each single step, depending on where you are, there's so many different trials and tribulations that you have to go through in order to really stand to sit on the top of your destination. So to put it in practical terms, while you're going up the steps, you're dealing with the with the worst customers ever. So by the time you get all the way up to the last floor, you're able to deal with every single tile trials because you've been through it on your way up to success. You didn't skip out on the on the mistakes. You didn't skip out on the the nights of crying. You didn't skip out on the bad business deals. You didn't miss out on those things that were able to hold you strong at the end of the day. So I love that. I love putting that into um, just talking about that to people, especially leaders, because we have to take the steps. It'll be cool to take the elevator, but I would rather take the steps because the process is more important than the destination. The process is what makes you and allows you to stand strong in your destination. It I do not desire to get in an elevator and that will take me straight to success where I don't have to work hard because when I get to success, when I take the elevator, I won't be able to stand on success because I didn't I don't have the proper skills and I did not commit the errors and a mistake that I needed that will equip me for the moment to keep my success so it though it sounds nice to take the elevator I rather takes the steps because it will allow me to stand on my success be able to maintain the level of success that you are applying for because you do not have the required skills that you had to go through by taking the steps and because you decided to take the elevator you're going to have to learn things the hard way and maybe mess up 10 times as worse and bad than the people who had to take the stairs and so that leads us into number four Focus on your lane. I say this all the time. When you are focused, you are strong. You are able to knock things out of the way quicker when you are focused because you're not multitasking. I hear this all the time, but multitasking is not real. And I can agree with that. I have to literally mentally focus on one thing at a time to get things done efficiently in the way that I need it to be. Stay away from people places and things that distract you I'm gonna say that again because that's super important stay away from people places and things that distracts you if it causes you distraction stay away 
If your phone is a distraction, then turn it off while you are working. If your friends distract you, then stay away from them while you are productive, while you are working. If Netflix serves a distraction to you, then cut back. Maybe watch it like three times a week. Cut back on things that that can steal your focus in this season. Pay attention to the things that cause you distraction. Number five, ask for help when necessary. I get it. This one is a little bit tough for some people. It might be a little bit uncomfortable, but we have to ask for help. We cannot do everything on our own. That's the truth. That is the honest truth. You are not made to do things by your own. You are not made to carry your assignment by yourself. That's a lie. It's okay to not know everything. God does not expect you to fulfill everything on your own. When he created Adam, he created Eve to be his helper. Jesus left us the Holy Spirit that dwells in the inside of us, that serves as a helper, comforter, and teacher. If you need help, it's okay to ask for help. I come against every root of pride attaching you that has been holding you back from asking for help and working with others in the name of Jesus. This is something that I had to deal with um, for a while. Actually, I had pride in my heart and I was afraid of asking for help and I just didn't want to ask for help because I just wanted to prove to people and prove to myself that I was able to do things on my own. But how many of you know that that causes a lot of unnecessary stress and it just leaves a baggage on my shoulders that I don't have to carry on my own. God has, he has granted you brothers and sisters for a reason. You are not to do the things that you are supposed to do on your own. That is a lie. And that leads us to our last point, which is number six. And that is celebrate, celebrate. That is my favorite thing to do is to celebrate. Do not despise small beginnings. Everything counts. Celebrate as much as you can. Celebration does not have to consist of eating. It does not have to consist of eating. It does not have to, okay? It can be something simple as hosting a game night at your place with your favorite peers. It can be going on a boat cruise downtown like I did last month in June. Perhaps you want to tour the city, your city. I live in New York City and that's something I did too last month and I absolutely loved it. I enjoyed it. And you can do small things like that. It does not always have to consist of eating. People think of celebration, they just think of food. It does not have to be like that. And if it is for you, that's okay too, okay? Pick a fancy restaurant, take yourself out, go to a rooftop in New York City, have lunch, and call it a day. Celebrate, okay? And if if you want to enjoy, bring people together with you to enjoy your celebration, then you can do that. Celebration is to highlight an achievement, This is just an achievement, highlighting the achievement that you have accomplished. It can be as private or public as possible. However, celebration is an important part of the journey. And there you have it. Six practical ways on how to win this season. And I'm just going to go over the list one more time so that we can all be on the same page. Number one, stop comparing yourself. Number two, map out your goals. Number three, take things one step at a time. Number four, focus on your lane. Number five, ask for help when needed. Number six, celebrate. And with that being said, that wraps up today. 
today's podcast episode. But before we wrap up, let me just let you know, I need you guys to subscribe, like, and leave a review. Subscribe, like, and leave a review. Whichever platform you're listening to this podcast on, leave a review, like, or subscribe. Share this podcast episode with your friends and families to share the blessing. Don't just sit on the blessing, pass it on so that others can also be blessed too. And so one last thing, I need you guys to go listen to You Will Win by Jacqueline Carr. And I will leave that down below in the show notes so you guys can have the link directly to the song. It's going to be a YouTube song. And this is the song that I've been listening to all season long, especially ever since the Lord told me this is going to be your winning season. I was like, what? Everything attached to me wins. (laughs) So I declare that everything attached to you in this season will win. You will win. You will soar on wings like eagle. You will run and not grow weary. You will walk and not be faint. You will walk and to your purpose you will be in alignment with your assignment and with that being said my lovelies that is the end of this episode i will see you guys next week for episode 24